Broadcasting from the 72nd floor of First Canadian Place in the heart of Toronto's financial district, this is Hashtag Finance, the podcast that profiles innovative entrepreneurs and thought leaders operating in the public markets. Presented to you by the CSE, the exchange for entrepreneurs. And we're back with yet another episode of Hashtag Finance. And today I am joined with not just a guest, but this is actually going to be a co-hosted segment with my uh, my good colleague, Barrington Miller. Thank you, Barrington, for joining. No, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, our, our esteemed guest today, Raina Vig, which is, uh, I guess you are both the president, the CEO, and the secretary, and perhaps even the janitor of Blue Lagoon Resources, based on what I've seen on your business card and online. And um, we're going to talk to you about a lot of stuff today because not only are you the CEO of this company that's listed on the CSE, B-L-L-G, um, but the company itself uh, is not your first time at the rodeo. So thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. And, and not the first time at the rodeo by a long shot. We're in 2020, and as we discussed today, you've been doing business on the CSE and as a public markets entrepreneur since 2010. So maybe just let's start with where we're at today with Blue, uh, Blue Lagoon. Open the market on the 72nd floor, first Canadian place, the CSEA HQ. Tell us about what the company does, why, why you're different in the mining exploration space, and, and some of the stuff you guys were really jazzed about. Well, first of all, uh, thanks very much for having me here. Uh, beautiful offices, by the way. It's uh, in incredible. Um, you know, it, it's a it's a it's a real honor uh, for me, in particular, to be here because uh, you know I started in this business only about ten years ago in the capital markets, and the CSC was really one of the first uh, organizations that I was introduced to, and uh, you know I just fell in love with the people instantly. They were always uh, great and very helpful and friendly and very solution oriented, which is very important for entrepreneurs like me. Blue Lagoon, you know, resources uh, just got listed. Uh, just a, a handful of months ago, you know, last year, after coming uh, off of uh, uh, pretty big uh, cannabis deals, uh, I thought, you know, um, I've been involved mostly in mining uh, when I, in this in this in the capital markets, and I had this inkling that uh, mining has got to come back at some point, and I was betting that uh, gold uh, would. So we started uh, Blue Lagoon Resources uh, with some gold properties, and uh, we're working hard uh, to uh, advance those. So I think 2020 is going to be an exciting year with uh, gold starting to come back and hitting five and uh, seven your highs. Well, when we're talking with a lot of the miners in Toronto, at least uh, everyone's saying, mining's back, baby. Mining's coming back. <laughs> so we're looking forward to not only uh, VRIC taking place in Vancouver near the end of the month, um, but we also have PREDAC coming up on February 20th and PDAC, which is the big show, uh, March 1st to March 4th. So hopefully Blue Lagoon will be able to make a splash. I didn't want to say it, but I had to. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but uh, but there it is. What's behind the name? I assume it has nothing to do with the movie that came out in 1980 with no, Brooke Shields. No, no. Uh, honestly, there was uh, uh, there's nothing really in particular with the name. Uh, we were just sitting around one time, uh, just brainstorming some ideas, and uh, uh, actually, it was my wife who came up with oh, really? uh, Blue Lagoon. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, you know, I, I I learned a long time ago never argue with your wife. So she said, "Hey, Blue Lagoon sounds like a really great name." I said, "I love it. Let's go with it." That might be the best advice we've had on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's just talk a little more about the mining sector because, as you said, you're you're based in Vancouver, correct? Correct. Um, and obviously, that whole city and that where I, I used to live for nine years is uh, heavily um, indebted, and, and we're you know with the mining industry being the backbone of the capital markets uh, there. But um, Blue Lagoon. Gold. You mentioned the macro forces, sort of the gold price. Is there anything more about this story, about where it's located or perhaps the team or other influences on the value creation here? Well, I think that, uh, you know, my approach is uh, about 
to figuring out how to increase value, but uh, more from you know from an entrepreneurial side. You know, every business I've been in, I've been in many different uh, verticals. Uh, you know, my my goal always is to be the dumbest guy in the room. I want to surround myself with very very smart people and then help execute you know on on a plan. And my strategy is with uh, with the uh, the mining sector because I'm not a geologist, I'm not a mining engineer. So you know, I I, I, I look at it from a, a different perspective. So with these properties, I tried to pick up something that would that had was what I felt was undervalued and that we could you know bring something to the table and advance it because you know I believe that's how you, you know, increase uh, you know, obviously shareholder value and the other thing was I was trying to figure out how what kind of properties can I get in a safe jurisdiction so we have a, our, our properties are in BC as well as uh, the Northwest Territories uh, you know what can I do to create to continue to keep the investor engaged you know often my experiences with with mining properties you know they're they're in some remote area where you can only work in a very short window you know, uh, in, in the summer, right. and then the rest of the time you're kind of you know sitting around. Uh, maybe if I was a geologist or a mining engineer or something, you know, I'd be excited about you know reading all sorts of reports and things. But because I'm not, uh, you know, my sort of strategy uh, is how do I keep the investor engaged? So you know, we have this uh, property, uh, the Palier property, uh, which is a couple hours away from uh, Williams Lake. Uh, you know, it's a it's a ten uh, uh, high grade uh, vein system, a beautiful property that we can that ha you know had past producing uh, underground uh, workings, and we can go in there and advance that uh, and uh, we can work that that in the summer and then we, we have this Northwest uh, 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 Territories property which we can work in the in the winter so we just picked that up recently in fact we're gonna start uh, drilling there uh, in, uh, in uh, mid to late uh, February so you know with that uh, and then by the way that so that's the, the goal side of it and then we have another property that's a little bit of an earlier stage that we're gonna we got in the pipeline but then you know I, I continue to look for other opportunities and uh, uh, a few weeks ago a, a fantastic opportunity came to me uh, in the magnesium space and people were kind of wondering well why are you looking at magnesium well it's, it's looks like a great uh, value a great deal from a from a business perspective and it's something that I can go in there and and, and this company has uh, an amazing technology all that's missing is money so if I can bring money to the table and and help them these scientists advance that project then if gold you know doesn't decide to you know uh, you know uh, uh, continue to rise uh, at in the, in the short term, I believe in the long term it will. But in the short term, it, if it doesn't do that, then I've got a, a, a you know a second play that I can make work and 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 uh, and uh, you have uh, optionality and, exactly is, yeah. and help uh, increase value for the shareholders. So for our audience listeners and viewers, uh, we were talking off camera and we just about the the whole mining sector and we were talking about shells and how uh, a number of years ago shells were we couldn't give them away um they were just all over the place and then there was a little industry that popped up called cannabis which i know you have a little bit of background in um how has cannabis helped you and helped the help the sector um over the past three four or five years um well, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, I, yeah, the cannabis, I think, saved a lot of us, right? I mean, you know, I got involved in the business, like, as I mentioned, about 10 years ago. It started in mining. And it was like a, an incredibly negative experience for me, right? Because I got involved. At, I think right, it was a negative experience for a lot of for people. For everybody, probably, a yeah. lot of people, yeah. You know, I, I put a lot of money, you know, seven figures into the, into the mining sector, which within six months were worth like nothing, right? And then so you had all these companies, and we just kind of, and I kept hearing, hey, 
it's going to turn. It's going to turn every year. It's going to turn, right? And uh, uh, eventually, uh, I mean, there was a point as we were talking earlier off camera. There was a point where you, we were saying you couldn't give these companies away, right? And then enter you know cannabis, and mm-hmm. every, everything changed. And I was very fortunate uh, last year. I was able to bring you know to the CSC two of the biggest deals that were done. You know, uh, Cure Leaf as well as Harvest. So. You know all that capital that that got injected. I mean, you know that's the that's the venture market, right? That's the industry, right? People get excited about something and they, everybody wants to jump in. And so I think cannabis really, uh, really uh, uh, changed everything. Now, now, now that the, that that industry is maturing, right? Obviously, we've seen a, a big pullback. The hope, of course, is that money. You know, money doesn't want to sit around, right? So ho- money doesn't want to sleep. So hopefully, that money's going to come back into the mining sector. I think that's what we're all betting on. Well, you you mentioned something. Really, really interesting, um, and maybe you didn't know it, but you were talking about investors and you were talking about money going in to cannabis and where that money was coming from. It's coming from the retail market. It's coming from young investors, and it's the investors who there's a sexy new um, industry. They put money in, valuations were up, they made a ton of money. Um, that's not really how traditional investing works. And what we've been trying to do, at least when we go around and talk, is tell people, hey, diversify a little bit. And so now the one of the challenges that we're seeing is getting that uh, new investor, that younger investor, and bringing them into mining, bringing them into more traditional, um, more traditional sectors. Uh, do you see that as a challenge? Do you see that as just a natural progression of the way uh, this economy is flowing? What's your What's your opinion on that? I, I think that that's an interesting question. I think that is is a challenge, right? Because you know, as I as I look uh, as a relatively new person in this industry, as, as I look at it and I see, you know, the the venture market and these and these junior companies, right? I mean, who is actually investing in these, and who was investing in these? And I think in the last ten years, uh, I see a lot has changed, in my opinion, right? I mean, you know, with the with the ETFs, with electronic trading, mm-hmm. with all these discount brokerages, uh, you know, a lot has changed in the industry with with. Social Social media, and I, I don't know what the answer to that is. And I, how do you? But but I, I do believe that that is a, a challenge for the industry. And hopefully, someone a lot smarter than me <laughs> is thinking about you know th- these situations and how do you market to that young, younger generation who is uh, you know uh, predominantly uh, you know relying on you know Facebook or Instagram and how, how do you engage them uh, in podcast the, called hashtag pod- finance <laughs> right? Uh, uh, so I think that's a that's a that's a question that I think that uh, needs to be really you know uh, thought through and and hopefully the industry leaders uh, are are you know doing something about that and I I, I don't know. Interesting. And so I appreciate all that and and I think one thing I'd like to to kind of uh, steer the conversation towards while we uh, we get to the end is. I want to know more about you as an entrepreneur and some of your influences and some of the things that bring you uh, inspiration and motivate you. I mean, you've had a, a very diverse career and, um, you know, you're, you're obviously driven into many different uh, sectors and things. But what are your truths or what are the, the things you come back to as principles that you like to, to execute on every day as, a, as an entrepreneur? I think, uh, you know, I have had a very diverse uh, background. I've been involved in many, many different uh, verticals. Um, I think what what 
always I kind of fall back on is is you know people right is right. to is to is to make sure that uh, I'm working with you know the absolute best that I can find in whatever industry that I get involved with because ultimately I think that if you are honest and 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 and, and straightforward with people and you and you build good relationships uh, they're the ones who are gonna uh, you know help you build whatever that you're building it's not about me you know I, what can I do as I mentioned earlier I truly aim to be the dumbest guy in the room. Every time I sit down, I want the smartest people you know, surrounded by me. So that's something that, I, that I've always done all my life in every business that I've been involved with. And I think that's what allows me to, to shine, to, 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 to bring you know, uh, projects forward to, to, and, and, to, and to, uh, to increase their value. No, I, I agree with that premise. I mean, I think some people who have bigger egos would say, well, I want to be the smartest guy in the room and everyone has to do what I say. And you lose the ability to basically crowdsource ideas and best execution and everything yeah. from your team because you're not, as you say, surrounding yourself with the best thought uh, thinkers in, yeah. in, in, in industry. Right? And, I, and I think and I think that probably one of my greatest strengths is right. is knowing what I don't know. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And 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 so you know I think that's very important. I try to tell my kids that all the time. Right. I mean, you know, I, I don't know everything. Right. And in <laughs> fact, I'm bad at most things. Right. <laughs> I just need to be good at one thing. Right? I saw a good meme. It's a pie chart of here's what you think you know, or here's what you know. It's a very thin slice. And then here's what you think you know. It's a little bit of more of a slice. And that's about a fraction of a percent of the pie. And the rest is this is the universe. Yes. So yes. you're never going to have perfect knowledge. Um, well, that's cool. And, and so as far as Blue Lagoon is concerned and what you're up to, what are the best ways to connect and follow you and, and the company? Uh, uh, to uh, you know, we're, we're on LinkedIn. We're yep. on we're on uh, Facebook. Uh, you know, I'm very accessible. I answer every call, every email from investors. Uh, you know, big or small. Yeah. So uh, you know, whether it's email or my phone, it's all it, it's all on the website. So I'm happy to, to happy to connect with anyone. And are you going to be at uh, PDAC this year? Or uh, not as a not as a uh, presenter or, or or as a as a as a company. On, on, but you know, we'll, we'll be there. Connecting. I think we'll find something for you to do. Yeah. yeah make sure you come by our booth, and uh, we will. We'll, uh, we'll showcase you a little bit. It'll be, uh, it'll be my pleasure. <laughs> cool. Well, with that in mind, I know you got a meeting to run to, so uh, we'll wrap it. But if you're watching today on CSE TV, please subscribe down below. We'd love to have you as a regular viewer. We get great guests like Raina twice a week. We do these podcasts. And if you're listening on hashtag finance, which is on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, Apple, anywhere you can get a podcast, basically, please subscribe. Once again, you'll get this in your inbox or on your account twice a week. We'd love to have you. If you like that Barrington and I both hosted the show today, <laughs> um, let us know. Just send us a note. Um, we're trying all sorts of new stuff this year. We like doing one-on-ones, uh, two-on-ones, whatever it is. Uh, it's all about creating good content for you, the listener. And Rana, thanks again, and safe travels. Thank you. We're social here at the CSE. Each and every day, we'll keep you up to date on trending topics that investors are talking about, such as cannabis, blockchain, and esports. Follow daily CSE news and events on your favorite social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. You'll find exclusive interviews with leading entrepreneurs from a variety of industries, thought-provoking stories from across the world of finance, and updates from CSE events taking place worldwide. Join the conversation and connect with us today.